This is PBE Daily, early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. Apologies for being MIA for the past couple of days. It was important for me to take a bit of distance so I could get some things done on my end. I've been dealing with quite a lot. First thing I've been dealing with is the fact that I have terrible, terrible posture. I realized this because I've been having crazy back pain on my upper on my upper back because when I'm working on my tablet, one hand is extended to the side, which is my right hand. I'm left-handed. So when I'm trying to pull the, ta- the, the the keyboard close to me so I could use the shortcuts for Photoshop, I end up pinching like a nerve or something in my back. And from time to time, it just, if I'm doing a job that requires me to be on the tablet 90% of the time, I sometimes take a break from it so I could do typical animation work, which is sitting on my back and just draw, like animating using the mouse. So if, when I'm doing that, my back gets to relax. And I'm starting to think that maybe I need to get some accessories for my chair or just buy a whole other chair altogether because it's not working in my to my favor because I'm getting so close to finishing so many things and there's more things coming in. Believe it or not, for, for me, this has been just readjusting to the fact that even more people would require my services in a time when everyone is now doing what I've been doing forever. So I'm enjoying it. I'm also kind of strained by it, but it's only a physical strain because I think I have to find a way to find a balance, not strain myself too much. Like even my taking the time to record this podcast right now is thanks to the fact that I'm giving my back a break and I have a, an idea of something I would like to actually share with you guys. I don't know how it's going for most of you, but I, I do feel this is the perfect time to actually check out on how introverted people take advantage of certain circumstances and put them to their advantage. And I feel saying the word advantage is excessive, but... I do have to admit there is a plus to this. As much as it doesn't feel that way or it doesn't seem that way, there is a plus to the fact that we are all under quarantine rules. A, it helps us make sure that we don't get exposure to the coronavirus or COVID-19 for for those who want to be scientific about it. It also gives us the chance to better acclimate ourselves with the requirements we require to put together even greater versions of ourselves. I feel it's been unfair to most in regards to those who I know who work in the field of actually driving around from town to town and stuff like that so I I mourn for you I feel for you man and even worse I feel for the people who actually work on a cash basis on a daily daily and that I can't even imagine that I, I remember the days when I used to freelance only and that was it's scary man i've never really felt comfortable in a freelance life because it requires so much because you have to go pitch you have to go present yourself you have to make all these things come to life and then there's a potential rejection and i'm terrible at rejection i don't like being rejected and then (laughs) you think about that and then how much you've spent to actually get there so yes the fiscal extent kind of worries me but i do hope to tighten my belt this month because i have been on the excessive side of things in the last couple of months that much i will admit and maybe this quarantine is going to be just a way for me to actually slowly but surely take care of all the debts that i have as far as making other things come to life making other jobs come to life and then whichever ones that are coming in and i'm in a position to do them i will take care of those i wanted to take this episode to actually give a few tips to anybody who's actually having a hard time coping with this whole indoor thing and i know these tips are probably something you probably have found on youtube already but maybe putting it in the context of how i function it'll put things into perspective for you in my case my nine to five has it completely shut down but we still are obeying the rules of quarantine and we're trying as much as possible to not exceed the limitations of what the government has given us. I, I, I hate being on the wrong side of the law, seeing as I've never been so wrong as to be arrested about it. I would like to keep a clean record as long as I can. And 
So the few hours I work in the office are more or less five to six hours and then I come back to the house. And the reason why, and I was given the option, I was given the option, if I didn't say it before, let me say it now, I was offered the option of working in the house. I didn't take it simply because I don't have a backup generator in the house or in the estate I live in. And if I'm working on something and then a power surge happens, I am at the whim, like I am at the mercies of the power itself. If the file gets corrupted, I have to start all over again, and that's one of the most painful things to ever do. If you ever met an animator who works on Adobe Animate or Adobe Flash, they'll tell you for free. It's the most painstaking, and it sucks you dry. So sometimes. I kind of accept how things go sideways, but if I have an option to not have to make them go sideways, I go for it. Also, I was trying to find the perfect balance to actually be able to be more productive. The, the last two weeks were not as easy as I expected them to be, but I still have been able to push a few things here and there. The physical strain did show itself, and even last week was the first time I actually asked for the day off because my pains were becoming too much. So I took the time to rest, and since then I've been taking it easy. Even now I'm trying to take it easy so I could just make some content for you as I keep going. And the one thing that actually I've gained in the beginning of this week is A, I've gotten some rest, and B, other things that I've been interested in have started coming into to light in the sense of I'm finding direction. The one thing I've been suffering most and my best friend can attest to this because i share a lot with him whenever he checks in and i need to check in on him more because he's always been the one who makes the phone call i'm terrible at that i will call him for a change and the way it's been going is this i used to prefer having like visuals on the side as inspiration or as entertainment so i'd be watching like the podcast that actually turn into video versions of themselves and when i chose to just not have those podcasts play and just go into my archive of audiobooks, it made things move faster because now my eyes are not shifting from place to place. It's always been a technique I use to make sure I'm on 100% concentrating on what I'm drawing and for drawing it actually makes sense to me. Now, if you're reading, I think it would be impossible for you to have an audiobook and or to have music in the background as you work. I normally have a situation where if I'm sketching something, I'll make sure I make this, the rough sketches come to life. After I have the rough sketches and I'm clear on the rough sketches, I go straight to the ink work and I can play the audiobook in the background or I can play an album. But sometimes it's hard to play an album in the background because when the music gets too good, you take your hands off and you start dancing for a bit, even if you're just dancing on the chair. It's the worst, but it still gets things done. So I've been able to find that balance for myself. It's worked perfectly. So I'm back on my audiobook binge. And the, and the cool thing is, as far as the office is concerned, there's a textbook I'm going through, which is, it's, I wouldn't call it a textbook, but it's actually like a piece of historical documentation that touches on certain nativity from the east and i decided to have like knowledge type books on history to be what i listen to in the office and when i get back to the house i'll continue with my audiobooks i'm still on lee child i decided to go into the lee child jack reacher books i think i'm now on his on the fourth book on jack reacher and so far so good and i'm enjoying the fact that it still continues to confirm to me that the movie equalizer by denzel washington as the star is it's Jack Reacher, but black. I think that's what they were going for because Tom Cruise kind of dropped the ball on that one because he doesn't have that which would be required for that story to make sense. He could look the part, yes, but I think if you could just change your mind to the idea of it being called the Equalizer and just call it Jack Reacher, it will make so much sense. So I'm enjoying that. And another thing that's actually come as a result of that is I started taking notes again. There are certain book ideas I've had which as... As it stands now, I think I have 10 book ideas. And there's this 
thing I came across, and I think I mentioned it in, in previous podcasts, which was how to properly write a story start to finish and how to make sure the, the different acts in the story make sense. So the clip I found was a clip on YouTube. I forget the name of the actual uh, creator of this, and I apologize for that. And the way he puts it is act one, you set the stage and you have six different notes for act one. Act two, you continue to, to build up the story and you also have six notes for that. Act three is where you now make like the climatic or the, the dilemma that's supposed to happen, you put it there. And act four is where you actually bring the crescendo if it's a tragedy or if it's going to be a successful story. And I've been making notes of one of the book ideas I've had for years and so far, I'm, I've finished the notes that I'm comfortable with in Act 1. I'm now on Act 2, and I'm probably going to go back to writing it in a bit. But I love the fact that I'm taking notes again, because it's something I never did before, but I got to start doing it recently. By me taking the notes and putting the notes into perspective, it's actually making... It's going to make the writing process in the future much, much easier and much, much better, I think. Because that's always been the struggle. You're trying to find a way... To tell a story perfectly but the big issue that shows up is the fact that you're questioning and second guessing how best to tell the story because sometimes you write a story illustrate the story and then you step away from it and then months pass and then you completely forget how the next issue is supposed to be created from scratch so you have to read issue one and two and three so i want to see if i can curb that even if it means delaying the releases of certain books for the sole purpose of that and as I'm slowly trying to earn my way into the freedom to actually put these books together, I'd rather be dusting off notes than try to come up with notes in the first place. So I'm adapting accordingly to this, these few glimpses of free moments that I've been trying to create for myself. And I know that probably doesn't make any sense to anyone, but I'll tell you this, nothing slowed down on my end absolutely nothing my deadlines are still the same i've been asking for extensions on the ones that i'm still not certain how to illustrate well that which is needed i'm trying to make people be more patient with the kind of work they want in regards to quality because it's one thing to demand certain pages at certain times but it's completely another if the pages are done in a, in a haste and it ends up not having the desired impact thereafter so it's an education to not only my clients, but also to myself. And another thing I've been doing, other than the audiobook listenership, it's also accepting the certain circumstances that you can't really control. And as, as scared as I was of the fact that things are going to slow and ease because I haven't had a, a gig to host in the last four weeks, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it just means my energies are supposed to be redirected elsewhere. Props to all the DJs who are trying their best to make sure that they actually keep an audience engaged and entertained. Blinky Bill did a set over the weekend that was actually totally amazing. I totally enjoyed that. But the big issue is, I think there's certain people who still don't know how to hustle in the, in the new age, which is music publication companies and music uh, distribution companies. You need to cut some slack on Instagram and Facebook because the DJs kind of break the records. And if you're not letting them break the records, you're killing yourselves. Granted, the DJ is probably going to make a few coins via Cash App or whichever platform they're making their money from, but it costs you nothing because when this thing eases, you will have concerts and you'll have more of an audience globally to enjoy it. Sometimes you have to just loosen the reins a bit to get things to go your way. That's just my personal opinion. In other regards, I think in, in my case, when it comes to what I create and the kind of work I do, my introverted self is still enjoying the fact that I'm able to make so much come to life. I didn't expect to because there's so many things to worry about and I'm, I'm even more worried as economic effects are trying to hit, are starting to hit even harder for people in, in classes lower than mine. I'm, I'm, I think I'm 
kind of excessively privileged and I do not take that for granted. I do not even take for granted the fact that I'm even in good health. I haven't had any symptoms. I haven't been exposed to anything that would actually cause me to actually physical worries and all that. And I've been taking better care of myself. And even the meals I've been having, it, it's weird. Like some days I feel heavier than usual and other days I look at myself in the mirror and I find that I look great. Even with the receding hair like that, <laughs> I, feel, I feel amazing. And all this said and done, to see some of my work actually come to a position of fruition that actually is fulfilling to me. Add that to the kind of conversations I've been having for the last two, three days, be it via the new sensation of social communication, which is Zoom, or by the different conversations I've been having, even if it's via WhatsApp and all that, or live in regards to Instagram. I'm, I'm happy to know that the kind of people who are also gravitating towards me are the people who've been living the same life that I've been living. I know at least four or five people who their lifestyles and my lifestyle is exactly the same. We do the exact same thing. We treat ourselves the exact same way. We don't change. We don't buckle. We we just die hard for the fact that we want to die on the swords that on the crosses that we created for ourselves, which is there's a vision we want to put together there's a kind of execution we'd like to put together and we'll do anything we can to actually bring that into fruition and we want to be fair in making sure that everybody gets their just due and their just credits another thing i did for myself away from the commercial work i've been doing is i just decided to consciously not allow myself to not do something for me i did a collection of images called the theme was called her socks and if anything it's just five images that I drew based upon ladies and the different socks I've enjoyed seeing ladies wearing. And yes, there was there was the idea had some erotic angle to it, but I didn't make the artwork erotic because I'd like to make crossover material in a sense. And also I'd like to not limit myself to having to go to the extreme to make things look appealing or sexy or, or attractive. Because I'm one who thrives off my imagination thinking of what could possibly be the mystery in certain outfits and by wanting to do so I felt it right to just take a leap of faith and the leap of faith was it's time to go back to their initial ideas of let a person's imagination lead you towards the sexy they want you to see and my thought process behind that was actually very encouraging it was very fulfilling I have to say because I ended up enjoying the fact that that which I saw was a perfect response in on Instagram and on, on Twitter. And I've even been tossed another challenge, which I hope to actually try it out because it has, there's a degree of challenge in it and the task would literally get a certain demographic, which I've never been really acquainted with properly, but I think they'd be very, very happy with what I create. However, I'm going to hold back from that one until I'm in a position to be free enough to make as many drawings as possible. The socks collection could have been way bigger, but I didn't have enough time to make that happen. So don't force it, just go with the flow is another thing I'm trying to pull off. And yes, I think I, it's also a piece of information that passed to you for those who are attempting at working at home. If you can possibly turn off any visual distraction and just have audible distractions for those who enjoy the sounds of like oceans and meditation and stuff like that, do what you gotta do. I, I barely if ever meditate. I think I just lay back and wallow in the silence. I don't mind silence. Silence just gives me a freedom to do what needs to be done and the end result is fulfilling to me. I don't mind utter silence from time to time because it just gives me the freedom to be the best version of myself. And I think I'm getting even better at understanding and learning me and 
in that the quality of that which I do, be it in conversation or be it in creation, is a happy end result all the same. I can't stress that enough. I have been in a better place personally in a, than, than I've been in a very, very long time. It's, it's not being content with things, but it's also being in a position of conquests have been laid out, even subconsciously those contests have been put, have been put out and I've, I've accepted what I can actually gain and I've accepted what I've actually can lose and still gain again. And if I lose certain things that I don't really care for, I'm okay with the results of that. It's a trippy position to be in, especially if you want as much as possible to make a mark. Because legacy for me, I think, is going to be the greatest thing I could actually provide to the world and to my siblings and to my uh, next of kin, be it my nephews and nieces, be it my cousins, distant or otherwise. But as long as they bear my name, and be it my government name or otherwise, I'd like my name to be one of those things they're proud about and maybe it'll open doors for them. I don't know. I, I didn't have a leg up in any way, shape or form in the field that I'm in. and that I'm in the place I'm in right now, I don't want to have to dictate that which is to pass, but I feel it's important to move the goalpost a bit. Because I was saying this to a friend earlier today, I don't see the need to accept the fact that certain marks have been set by certain people and I should only wait to reach the level that they get to. That would mean I'm comfortable. I don't want to be comfortable. And even when I feel I'm comfortable, I try to push myself further. But then my physical will start fighting the fact that I feel that way. And be it as it may, I do not want to let myself be in a position where everything feels as if it can't be pushed or it can't be beaten. I, I want to reach a level where every person who's been my predecessor is proud of me to say that you took it further. And even though the people who come after me can actually say like, well, since that's the mark he hit, let me surpass that mark. If anything, it would make me happier to see that come to life. I'm not shy to share information that would actually lead somebody else to further growth. I'm not shy to share that which I believe is going to lead people into further belief in self. But I do believe the best way forward for my craft is to allow the audience of that which I create to draw their own conclusions and the artists who see my work to actually say challenge accepted and push themselves even further. And as things continue to go the way they are, the few people I've seen actually push themselves to finding their craft, the certain individuals. Shout out to a young gentleman by the name of Dylan. This guy, every week I see him taking part in certain illustration challenges and every illustration he makes after the fact gets better and better by the minute. And there's nothing that makes me happier than seeing progression and growth, especially in younger artists coming up. I mean, I've seen what he can do in his early 20s. I can't wait to see by the time he gets to his mid-20s what he'll be capable of doing and what tenacity he will have. I just hope to, above all else, as far as the art world is concerned, I hope to be the living example or the embodiment of work ethic. I may not have much of it, but I'd like to be the embodiment of work ethic. I'd like to be the kind of name that people pull off in every argument and say that in spades, I've actually proven it's possible to push yourself further than you actually knew. And it seems it's actually living up to its task. So I'd like you all to just take the time to wash your hands. And as you're standing in front of the mirror, washing your hands, just turn to yourself and just quote me if you have to. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to yet another episode of PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. Making it to the 2000 mark was a big blessing in itself and I've not made as many episodes after the fact, but I always try to make sure that every episode is made with an objective way of doing things. So I hope this makes sense to you. I hope this pushes you further and it makes you proud of who you are and what you're about to be. And until next time, Uno.